Thank you for listening to another installment of The Frequency, our Delta Green actual play operation. This is a horror show, and its content may contain things that some viewers may find disturbing, including extreme violence and psychological torments. Be sure to have listened to the other parts of this series to make sense of the events within. But please, enjoy, while you're still sane enough to do so. What is your favorite sort of paranormal supernatural show? I love the Twilight Zone myself. Yeah, I actually, yeah. Ayla turned me on to the Twilight Zone. Okay, part. I was like, you better give me credit for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen any of it before I was with Ayla, and we have watched it several times over, and it's, it's so like, good. It's a comfort show for me at this point. Yeah. The scary door. The scary door. Yeah. You say Doctor Who? Yeah. Who's your favorite doctor? Dave Tennant. Heck yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. everybody's. I mean, oh, yeah. right? I've it's never probably seen not it. everyone's, but I know some people It was people my first like doctor, and he's my favorite doctor. But tenants. You know what? I really like best. Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, Eccleston. I mean, I great. liked him fine. Yeah. I mean, I like them all, but yeah, yeah. tenants the best. Is Christopher mm-hmm. Eccleston the first one? Yeah, he he's got nine. the leather jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the actually. That's the only one I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually hadn't seen Doctor Who until Brendan showed it to me. So everyone's showing each other stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Doctor Who is a disease, and I'll spread it till the end of time. Did any of you watch, um, what's <laughs> it called? A sec, not it's the Sex in the City. No, it's the <laughs> it's a show that's on right now that's like in high school, and it's like sex ed, but it's not. It's called something. Shoot, it's in like British. It's like a British show. It's in Britain. I am not even remotely what's it familiar. I can't speak British. It's like the main character's <laughs> mom does sex therapy, and he ends up like doing sex therapy at the school for his like other students. My uh, <laughs> sister is telling me to watch that, but I don't know what it's called. I think it's just called Sex Education. Probably. Yeah, I think that I think that's what it's called. Uh, one of the main characters, and that is the new Doctor, which I'm kind of excited for. Oh, oh, uh, though I need to catch up. <laughs> oh, interesting. On Doctor Who or the Sex Ed show? On Doctor Who. I, I also am only mid uh, Capaldi. I haven't even started Capaldi. Capaldi was weird at first, but I he grew on me. But the oh, no, the no. writing in those sh- in those episodes just is eh. Yeah, and that's mm. kind of what was. But I do like Capaldi. Matt Smith. Yeah, he's a good actor. Digging Matt Smith and House of Dragons so far. I don't think his character is entire. We've only watched the first what? episode, and his character is a little too overtly evil. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a red herring, though. I feel like something's either either that's just who he is, or we're just, think we're just red putting him full blast on us. So we were like, I hate him, and then we'll he'll come around to like character development or something, you know. I feel I like they're trying to immediately. For that. I like, I really like the actor. He was in a horror movie we watched not too long ago. Was he? Um, oh. Yeah, it's the one with the uh, refugees from Sudan oh. who go to His United house? Kingdom. Was it his house? His or? house. Yeah, that yeah, was that really was good fucking one. good. Um, Hill, Haunting on Hill House was my favorite paranormal, like, kind of. Oh, show. that was that really, was really good. good. It was really scary. It scared the shit out of me. Um, the Bly I, Manor one was really good, too. That was good, too. It wasn't as scary. It was more like. It was more almost mysterious. a better story than. Yeah. Actually. X Files. Oh, I was about to say, we, we just, just started that, yeah. Need to watch yeah, we that. just started I watching it. So for the very it's first really time, good. we're going so through it, and it's like the most fun thing. 
We're think, still on season one. Too. I've only seen like one episode. I think. Oh, it's yeah. really good. I'm, I'm really sure watch, watch more of it. It's very Delta Greeny. It is yeah. very, very Delta Greeny. You guys should really watch the Z Files. It's two better than X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get Brendan, out of you here. can you can leave this this course. <laughs> yeah. I will. Don't actually. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> please stop. Uh, Brendan, do you have one? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. This oh, was I... Doctor Who, wasn't it? <clears throat> no, that no. was West. No, I, oh. I was I was not kidding. My favorite paranormal show is The Scary Door. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a reference to the Twilight Zone. No, that was a reference. Well, it is because it's got a scary yeah. door in it. Fu- Futurama <laughs> makes it. Yeah, Futurama. Yeah, oh, I love that. Okay. I love that. Hanner, get more cultured. <laughs> I, dude, I've seen Futurama like four or five times all the way through. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> uh, my favorite would like because again, I don't do tons of paranormal stuff. Uh, would I'd have to say Stargate. Because they do have like a conspiracy theory that the at the start with uh, Daniel thinking that the um, Egyptian pyramids are a landing platform for alien spaceships, mm. which they are oh, yeah. in the show. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's my pick. Dude's been watching too much History Channel. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> aliens, yeah. Aliens. Speaking of aliens. Where we last left off, a morning breakfast at the Hungry Coyote. I believe we had Dr. Greenwood and Ronnie going to investigate the home of one Frank Neal from a long time ago. Dr. Greenwood and Ronnie headed to the McNeil home. Dan, Maya, what what are your plans? It is 11 a.m. First of all, actually, going to keep drinking coffee there, Dr. Greenwood? No, you betcha. Give me another D6. Let's see how many hours. And you are going to take woo point damage equal to this roll. Woo point Mm -hmm. damage. All right. I'm going to roll D6. Or willpower, rather. Three. Okay, so subtract three woo point uh power and till 2 p.m. you will be able to roll without the exhaustion penalty perfect so dan and maya what are you thinking about doing here i think dan probably on seeing uh ronnie and dr greenwood Stand up and head for the door. Would probably just stand up and say, "You uh, you got room for one more?" Ronnie would turn towards Freddy since they seem to be chummy military people. Uh, what are you looking to do today? Whatever y'all are doing, I see uh, I see a look on your face that vaguely familiar to me I think I had it once you look like you've seen something fucking weird brother we're just heading down to see about an old piece of property make sure that it's still an old piece of property if you want to come along be my guest you'll uh, I I will. get to have some more kisses from Butch 
There you go. Oh, I like those. You Butch can ride pizza. with. Uh, you can ride with Ronnie if she lets you. And I'm gonna take my own rig down. You good to drive, yeah. Freddie? I'm fine to drive. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with it. Ronnie, you good with it? Yeah, sure. More the merrier. I want to. All right. Let's go find nod some weird shit. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna nod to him. I'm gonna walk out of the diner. Ella, Benny, be good. How am I gonna pay this, Dan? I don't have oh, my here. wallet. You never think about us. I think about you at least once a day. <laughs> once a day. Go have, you know, go have fun with your new friends. I will. What is wife's Brooklyn? <laughs> Ronnie winks at her on the way out. <laughs> Blushes a little bit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Maybe there's something of interest here in Montana after all. <laughs> Maya, what's the plan for the day? You have, it is 11 a.m. You have six hours until your seminar. Wait, what time is my seminar? Hot damn. 5 p.m. Jeez, why is it so late? I figured it was a... I think like a seminar would be like midday. Well, That's midday, they have classes. Well, you think college kids have time Well, I think for... I... Like I went to a 7 p.m. psychology seminar, so. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't. I never went to college, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> I went for one semester, so I'm a professional. Uh-huh. I went to college, but I went to zero seminars. <laughs> I say, I say, psychology was philosophy. <laughs> Much more useless. Yay. Shit, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, I want to check on uh, the sheriff and the deputy, but I just don't know how I would do that. I mean, I guess I could ask Helen if she knew um, if she's seen them. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. What do you say? Hey, Helen. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes, of course, honey. How can I help you? Oh, man. Actually, I'm missing the name of the sheriff in my notes. I didn't hear it last time. Sheriff Richard McLean. He said confidently. Richard McLean. Is that actually it, or are you making that up? No, no. it's that's actually it. I have Dick McLean written down. Well, Richard Dick is yeah. short for... Yeah, Richard. exactly, yeah. You Richard. know him as Dick. I probably wouldn't call him Dick unless you knew him. Yeah, first. Clay, Clay <laughs> Dick, Dick, what's up? And what up, Dick? How'd you know he's kinda, he is kind of a dick. Deputy Donald Sharp. <laughs> is Deputy what? Donald Sharp. Donald Sharp. Richie and Donnie. <laughs> Dick and Donnie. I'm just taking notes really quick. Uh, dick and Don. Don of the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is that one of them Planet of the Apes sequels? 
the wrong one. I downloaded this last night. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in it. There's no apes in this. I need an adult. Okay. Um, Helen, have you seen Sheriff McLean and Deputy Sharp today? Uh, no, it's funny you mentioned that. I haven't. Usually, the sheriff and the deputy are here first thing in the morning when they uh, start their shift. I, I imagine they must have been working themselves to the bone trying to find that nudist or whatever. I did hear that uh, somehow he escaped custody. You didn't hear that from me, though. Sure. Um... Thanks, thanks, Helen. Um, do you know? I know that uh, I actually got a tip that um, to check on them. And do you think that I could give you my pager number in case they come in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be more than happy to give you a ring. I just want to make sure everyone's okay. I I don't know where this tip, why this tip came to me. I I just want to make sure. She goes, here, and she sets down a napkin and a pen. Cool, I'll write it down and give it to her. Speaking of pagers. <laughs> Dr. Greenwood. Oh. Your pager buzzes. Uh, Would we just be exiting the uh, diner? Ding, ding. Okay. Yep. Right. I want to take a look at my pager. What does it say? Call me, Dr. J. Oh, Jesus. Do I know Dr. Johansson's uh, first name? Yeah, she goes by Felicia. You guys are definitely on a first name basis. I imagine Felicia is kind of a... Um, maybe not quite a student of yours, but... Mm -hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, a colleague fucking... or, a, uh, or a journeyman or... A, uh... More like... Somebody who's who's kind of under you but learning, like oh, okay. a, almost like an apprentice. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Like she's pretty young. She's she's pretty... my resident. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She technically runs the place, and you just volunteer, but you clearly mm -hmm. have the expert or the experience, rather. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Head she's over only to... about twenty eight. Oh, she's only twenty eight. Okay. I'm gonna head over to the payphone. I'm gonna ring ring her up. I'm gonna say, hey. Ronnie, hold up. I gotta give, give a call to the doc. So you call uh, the hospital. Mm -hmm. Phone rings. A uh, couple rings later, picked up. She says, This is Dr. Johansson, uh, Pacifica Med Medical Center. Felicia, it's Frederick. Hey, Freddy. Um, hey, have you seen Diego? No. Uh, last time I saw him, he dropped me off at my house. Yeah, I, he dropped you off, and he, he came back to take over for me, and so I came in a little late today, and the whole place was locked down. Diego was supposed to be here until, until about noon. He wasn't there? He wasn't there. His car's not here. Oh, crap. Do you, do you know where abouts Diego lives? Yeah, uh, he, he lives two blocks away from Shotgun Alley on 3rd. Okay. Well, I'm not too far away. I'm at the diner right now. Um, we need to get that that kid a pager. I I 
I don't have his home number. I can't reach him. He's, he probably just overslept. Yeah, it's fine. Why don't I? Why don't I uh, take a spin down to his house and I'll uh, I'll uh, make sure that he's doing okay at the very least. Do you need him in now, or are you good? I could cover. It seems pretty slow. We have patient in ward one, uh, ward two. I've been trying to clean up, uh, which is also strange. I know Diego came back last night, but. Uh, Room two is has not been swept as a broken glass, and I assume we're going to use it. And he... yeah, the only thing I can think of is the sheriff is keeping it for a crime scene, but I, I don't think that's what's going on. Let me let me head on down to Diego's. I'll give you a call when I get there, um, and then uh, maybe uh, we can all parry in and get a get a clean posse going on in there. Uh, how is how is Ward one doing? Better, recovering, steady. Uh, thinking he might actually regain consciousness today. I hope so for uh, for Gary and his family. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to head down there. I'll call you in a f- uh, hopefully a few minutes. I appreciate it, Dr. Greenwood. I'll uh, stay near the phone. No worries, Felicia. We'll talk to you soon. Hangs up. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to look over to Benny. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, or yeah, I'm going to look over to Ronnie, not Benny. Um, I'm going to look over to Ronnie and I'm going to say, Hey, quick change of plans. Uh, you know, Diego from the medical clinic, he didn't come in this morning. Uh, Felicia down there is a bit concerned. Uh, let's stop by his house on our way out. Uh, he's not too far from here. Yeah. And if you just slept in, we can, uh, put the old number 12 cattle prod to him. That's it. I'll have to. What the <laughs> fuck? Huh? You guys are gonna tase this guy for being late to work? Uh, God damn hey, uh, you slept in for your shift, you piece of shit! <laughs> well, we'll make it so he ate throttles down there, if you know what I'm saying. So let's get on in there. I don't oh. know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. I'm gonna get into get into the Bronco, and I'm gonna fire it up, and I'm gonna pull out, wait for uh, wait for Ronnie to get behind me, and then. Uh, uh, head on off to Diego's. Dan, you loading in uh, Ronnie's car? Yes, sir. Okay, great. After Dan gets in, I uh, pat Butch so he jumps up into Dan's lap. Get on in, uh, spin a Brody, and then get behind Freddy. Um, Butch does that thing that Misty does where... The butt scoot? No, oh. well, yeah, <laughs> but where he puts... Is Butch a male Butch or is female? a girl. Girl, she puts her nose as close as possible to your face, but doesn't actually lick you. And it's just <laughs> pressed against. Because you're kind of a stranger, so she's not quite yeah, she's sure. she's not ready but to she's, lick you. Yeah. She's just like, it's like nose to nose, and she's just Aww. staring at you. <laughs> I like you, Booch. One lick. As soon as you open your mouth, the tongue goes straight down your throat, just like this. Oh. <laughs> I lick her back. Gotcha. <laughs> Roll a sanity check. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie, roll a sanity check, actually. Hey, the only I get a look. I see the car behind me careen off into a building. I'm like, all right. I, I don't as know I what's going on. As you see me dagging, dragging Dan out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maya. Agent Oakley. Where are you headed to? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for this long, like, until the thing. But, um, but 
I probably would. There's probably a number for like the. For the. Um. What the fuck? Why is my brain? The where the sheriff police station fucking yeah yeah that thing that really easy thing to think of. Um, <laughs> There's a number. You could also ask around if you want to go drop by, or you could call. I'll probably just call. I probably could, um... I mean, I probably could get that from Helen. The n okay. number. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll call the non... Obviously non-emergency, just, like, to... Yeah. Bring. 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 Phone keeps buzzing. Hi, you've reached the non-emergency line for Big Timber. If this is indeed emergency, please call 911. Otherwise, please leave a detailed message with your name, number, and we will give you a call back as soon as the sheriff is back in. Thank you. Um. Boop. I... Oh, I'm not leaving. Um. Um. Oh, actually, that's, that's sure. going to be awkward. Uh, sure. Actually. Oh, I'm not leaving a message. I I don't. I would never <laughs> leave. I don't leave messages in real life, like ever. Because I just I'm like it's nope. the 90s. That's a that's pretty much a text. I'm gonna leave a message though, because that's what right. Maya would do. Boop. Hi. <laughs> Hi, this is Agent Oakley. I um I got a tip to check in on you guys, and I I have. Helen here, who has told me that you haven't been in a normal time, you're not picking up, so I'm just gonna stop by, um, make sure you guys are, are alright, and, um, just check in. Okay, see you guys soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you want to head on over? Sure. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. You get into your... Uh, I almost said Model T, but that's not right. Uh, you get into your <laughs> Crown Victoria? Yeah, Crown Vic, yeah. Mm -hmm. You get into your Crown Vic, shut the door, drive on over, head that way. But first, Dr. Greenwood, you arrive at Diego's house. Perfect. A small condo. Diego splits with a roommate. His car is parked right out front. Roommate's car parked in the driveway. I'm going to pull up uh, out front and uh, immediately turn off my, you know, park my rig, turn it off, hop on out. I'm going to get on up to the door and I'm going to give a good knock. Ronnie's just going to jump out and let Butch out to stretch her legs while he handles this. She does the old dog paws up front stretch of the back butt. <laughs> Good stretch. You knock on the door. Toot, toot, toot. No answer for a moment. I want to say, Diego! Diego, it's Freddy! Toot, toot, toot. Door swings open. Diego shirtless and in pajamas, rubbing his head, says, Ugh, Freddy. Ugh. What time is it? Uh, it's almost noon, Diego. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, God, I've got a killer headache. Must have drank a bit too much last night. Um, what do you need, Dr. Greenwood? No, just, uh, 
Felicia was worried about you. Uh, why? Well, she said that uh, you didn't come in to shift this morning. I swapped Janine for the evening shift. Did you? I'll be working tonight. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. She was just super yeah. worried, and I, I, uh, I, I didn't want anything bad to happen. We had a weird night last night. I just wanted to check on you, uh, make sure you're right as rain. I'm sorry about that, Diego. What happened last night? Well, just you know, with old that guy that came into the medical center. Oh, I haven't heard about this. What happened? Well, you were there. You drove me home. Dr. Greenwood, I'm afraid you're mistaken. I had last night off, and tonight I swapped shifts with Janine. I'll be working tonight. Uh, this must have been Janine. Diego, what what year is it? Fucking 1999. What kind of question is that, Doctor? What day is it? Seventh. Is it actually the seventh? It is the eighth. I think you got your days mixed up, Diego, and... You weren't drinking last night. You were with me in the medical center. We've got a bad case in room one. Do you remember who that is? Uh, no. Both rooms were free when I left on Monday. No. Dr. Felicia can corroborate my story. I, I must be confused. I had weird dreams, and I got a headache. Uh, I'm so sorry, Dr. Greenwood. It, if it is the 8th, I'll, I'll get dressed. I'll, I'll, I'll go to work right now. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, no. It's it's fine. You're fine. Felicia's okay. She just want to make sure you're okay. But I think it's best if you head on down there. Have Felicia check you out for a minute. Can I use your phone for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Come on in. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, as I'm walking in, is does it strike me that this is Diego? Yeah, I mean, okay. what's your humid? Uh, Ten. <laughs> I mean, it seems like Diego is Diego's Sweet. house. There's beer cans over. You know, he is a young guy, lives with mm -hmm. a roommate. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. All right. And you see Diego sort of behind you like, help yourself to the phone, uh, doctor. I'm, uh, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to head down to work. Uh, yeah, take your time. Again, so sorry. This never happens. I don't. I must have just got my days mixed up or something. Diego, I'm, you're I'm fine. Not sure. You're not in trouble. We just want to make sure you're okay. I'm gonna okay. call Doctor Greenwood. Okay. I'm gonna call Doctor Greenwood. Bring. You are Doctor Greenwood. Wow, I'm calling myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're I'm you're tired. Call. Yeah, I'm very your tired. Your pager. It's okay. I get my pager. <laughs> I forgot my husband. You can call yourself. True. It's okay. I can call you myself. Yours. You forgot your husband. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Felicia, Doctor Johnson, uh, Doctor Johansson. Pacific Medical Center. This is Doctor Johansson. Hey, Felicia. Uh, just letting you know that. Uh, He's good. He's going to head on down. Um, Perfect. Can you take a look at Diego? Everything he, okay, Doctor? Well, what day is it? It's the 8th. Well, he says it's the 7th. Oh, he probably drank too much last night after getting home. True, but he also doesn't remember me or him being at the medical center last night. He doesn't know that there's a patient in room 1. How much did he drink? Just can't you take a gander. Is he sober? He's sober. He doesn't smell like alcohol. He doesn't look like he's intoxicated. And that's not something that I would expect if he drank that much. All right. 
Uh, yeah, I'll we'll, I'll cover our bases and I'll take a look at him. I'm Appreciate I'm sure it. everything's fine. Thank you uh, for checking on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, Doc. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Welp. <laughs> Welp. Uh, so I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna um <clears throat> be like, all right, Diego. She's expecting you. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you're okay. He yells from the shower. Thank you, Doctor. Uh, while I'm in here, does anything look out of ordinary? Real quick, let's jump on over to Ronnie. You okay. Got something there? Uh, just while he's inside, I think Ronnie's a little bored and is just going to do a cursory glance around uh, Diego's vehicle. Just check it out. Okay. Is there a search roll in this fucking game? There, there is a search roll. Yeah. Uh, what's your search score? 60. Nice. Okay. Can Dan assist in any way? You don't know what the fuck he's looking for, but... Uh... what? What's your search? 100. Just 20. I also, I also have a mechanic score, if that helps, too. Okay. Mechanic score. What's your mechanics? 40. Okay. Search around. I'll say both of you help out. Um... But you, your scores are high enough there, Ronnie, to give you some stuff here. Looking around, the Toyota Celica is parked a bit strangely. It looks like it was pulled in sort of abruptly. You notice the passenger door is ajar. Not closed all the way. You open it up and you look inside and try to flick on the lights. You see the battery's dead. You look around, you don't seem to see anything else out of the ordinary. Uh, same with you, Dan, searching the property. It, everything seems pretty normal. Maybe he just got home in a rush last night, didn't really think about it too much. Now, for you, Dr. Greenwood... What's your alertness? Because I think search doesn't apply here. Because I don't think you're actually... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you're actually rifling through anything. No. You're just uh, my alertness of... is 60, though. Okay, great. Looking around. Beer cans. All over. Mess. It's a bachelor's pad. Clothes on the floor that were the scrubs Diego wore last night. Maybe that's normal, maybe not chaotic area but it looks completely normal okay well that's two weird occurrences so he's he's gonna be walking out of the house and he shuts the door and you can see the look on his face he's just like oh jesus something is going on i need more coffee he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna walk out and he's gonna be like we need to go check that uh, property out now uh, I think uh, Diego's going to have a hard time getting to work with his car as is. I'm going to look at the car. What's going on? Uh, he left the door open last night. Battery's dead. If you want to let him know, I can jump it. One thing I will say on that notion, with you working with Diego so often and him giving you a ride home, you know that this car is Diego's pride and joy. That seems... Off-kilter. Right. 
Yeah. That's so, hey, maybe he was drinking and driving. Hmm. You should go arrest him. Even though you don't have the power to. You're under arrest! <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, uh, so I come out of the... I'm going to back up a little bit. Because I'm going to come out of the, uh, the, the house. I'm going to shut the door. And the uh, look on my face is just one of like... Val it's validation, but it's also fear. And just a foreboding look of... If this is real, then I don't know what's real. But uh, yeah, so that's that's what uh, that's what he looks like when you mention the the car needing a jump. So uh, he'll I'll uh, I'll say, yeah, yeah, he uh, that's not right. Diego wouldn't do that. How's how's he doing in there? Everything okay? You ever you ever wake up and think it's a different day and not have a day in your memory such as waking up and forgetting what you did yesterday completely <laughs> I don't think I drink that hard <laughs> well oh, I don't I think he did either well I know you have special forces <laughs> Dan's like I don't remember most things <laughs> yeah. I uh something weird's going on cause he was at the medical center with me drove me home and says that today is yesterday. I mean, I get days mixed up all the time. Uh, but you're saying he doesn't remember yesterday? He thought today was the 7th. And that's okay if you've been drinking. But he doesn't remember Ward 1. He doesn't remember taking care of the person in Ward 1. And he doesn't remember me bringing the sheriff and our friend last night into the medical ward. He doesn't remember taking me home. That's a mighty lot to forget. That's what I'm saying. Coupled with what I told you about what happened last night, this is getting real cattywampus up in here. I am... I'll kind of clap his shoulder. I don't know. It makes me uneasy. Well, whatever it, it is, we'll figure it out. <sighs> we better. Otherwise, I'm... I'm going to turn into one of these critters into the ground and never be seen again. Holy <laughs> Gorn. All right. Sometimes I think you are already. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> well, his roommate's home. He can give him a jump there. We got to get to this building. I can't wait anymore. And I'm going to head to my Bronco. Right. Dan, let's uh, get going. Dr. Greenwood, you mind if I ride with you? Be my guest. I'll, uh, as I sit in the driver's seat, I'll reach over and I'll open the door. No, I see problem. how it is. I just, uh, I feel I may have some catching up to do here. <laughs> you jump in the bron Bronco, pull the door shut. We'll come back to this because I have a feeling I know where this is going. But Agent Maya, or Agent Oakley, rather. You are planning, you were planning to go to the sheriff's office. Mm -hmm. All right. You pull your Crown Vic right up front. Sheriff's car is in the parking lot. Get out, close. Enter in through the double doors. Look around, no receptionist. There is a sort of 
desk out front that's a check-in desk. Nobody's there. It's a Can small I, waiting room. I, um, could I have had, like, I've, I'd probably, I don't know. I'd probably have a police scanner. Or would I? I don't know. Yeah, could, yeah, absolutely. Could I have had that on while I was driving at any point? Like, driving over here at least? Yeah, and I think you might pick up some highway state patrol. Like, I'll try to focus uh, on local. Yeah, local, nothing happens. Nothing? Okay. Even even on the... You you maybe pick up some, like, Montana Highway State Patrol, um, you know, got an accident on... Uh, right outside of Bozeman, stuff like that. Nothing crazy. Um, silence from Big Timber. Hmm. Okay. There's a reception area, a desk that spans across that sort of splits the room in two and has one of those sort of medical half walls where you can push through there's a door that leads further into the precinct which you're pretty familiar with the kind of standard layout of these things there's holding cells to the left through a door there's a bunch of file cabinets smells overwhelmingly like cigarette smoke you hear coughing (coughs) coming from the room further into the precinct. Um, I guess Maya will call out and say hello. No response. Anyone there? (coughs) Who is it? Maya Oakley. Agent Oakley. You hear, like, a grumble and, like, you hear a couple, like, maybe a desk shaking before you hear something shatter. you hear, shit. Are you okay? Fine. Fine. Out of the door stumbles a incredibly drunk Sheriff Richard McLean. The hell do you want, Agent? Um, actually, I, someone told me I should check on you, so I'm here checking on you. You don't look great, I gotta say. Well, ain't that the news of the day? You checked on me, I'm fine. And he's got, like, a cigar burning in his hand. So, what the hell is your business here, anyway? First of all, you're not fine. I'm just going to gesture at the whole person. (laughs) And what's going on? He turns and he closes the door behind him. He says, Is this official FBI business? This is... so, I got nothing to say to you. This is me being... A person who cares, who cares to follow up when someone is worried. Why are you here? I just told you, but I'm here to make sure you're okay and you're obviously not okay. What's going on? Can I help? I meant why are you in Big Timber? I'm passing through. Passing. (laughs) Passing through. Bullshit. What do you know about Frank McNeil? I don't know anything. I know him as a naked man that showed up at a diner. 
Actually, I don't even know no. if I know that. I don't even know if I know his name, actually. Out of game. I don't remember. I don't think I do, but it's too late. <laughs> maybe you, maybe just making that connection just with your analytical mind is... Sure. Bullshit. What do you FBI know? FBI patient... Nothing. Nothing. FBI agent passing through just so the day the strange man shows up naked is the day he was born? Want me to believe that? I mean, that sometimes shit happens when you're going to give a seminar at the Montana State University in Bozeman. I've never been here in my fucking life, but I have to say it was strange. What's your persuasion? Persuasion. 20. Go ahead and roll it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Ah, I dropped my mic. Okay. 14. Ooh, baby. I was hoping you'd succeed. <laughs> nice. All right. Come here. He opens the door and goes through this. And I imagine this door is like a wooden door with a frosted glass that says, like, Sheriff Richard McLean on it. Just come on through. Okay. You enter, and you see his desk with, a, again, a, a little plaque on it, Sheriff Richard McLean, and a book open, and a bottle of whiskey, Jack Daniels, with maybe a third left, and a glass with just a sliver left. He takes a Jack Daniels, he pours it, he pours a little more, grabs glass from under his desk, and pours you one, slides it to you, and he says, if you truly don't know what in God's name is going on, you're going to need this. Ready for a fucking adventure. She just takes it like a fucking champ and slams it down and is ready to dive in. Because she's been waiting for this moment, even even though she's trying to convince herself she's trying not to. She's, like, all in already. Okay. He spins around this book and slides it to you. And you notice pretty, pretty quickly... This is a yearbook. Class of 1959. And he points at a picture under the sophomore section to a photo. And as you look at this photo, underneath the portrait, it says Frank McNeil. Looks exactly how you saw him yesterday in the diner, almost 30 years later. And he says, roll a sanity check. Can I argue that I could try to make sense of it being like some family can sometimes look exactly as they were. I know that like my great grandmother almost looks exactly like me. That might be how you justify it to yourself, but, but I think still, deep down okay. it's unsettling. Okay. Twelve. So I pass. Yeah. It's a success. And he says he points to that and he says Look familiar. It looks just like him. It is him. 
He throws back his glass and places it on the desk. What do you say? How do you do you oh, justify I, it? Do you... I would like to say what I just said and say, my great grandmother, when she was my age, looked exactly like me. How do you know that's not just, you know, a family member? When I was drafted into Vietnam, Big Timber Gazette did an article. An article on people like me and people like Frank. They called Frank a draft dodger. Up and fled to Canada and left his new wife at the age of 20 here in Big Timber. Nobody had ever heard of him. Nobody had ever seen him. Maybe. What if he wasn't a draft dodger? I didn't know Frank well. We here in Big Timber, we got a lot of pride for that of flag of US, U.S. of A. Hard to believe somebody wouldn't go to war. That... That is exactly how he looked. And I got... I got more time with him, and I'm telling you, Agent... That... Is Frank McNeil. And last night, the man I saw was Frank McNeil. How the fuck do you make sense of that? I was about to ask you the same thing. It seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? He pours you another glass of Jack Daniels. And it's empty. He said a sliver. The sliver was in his cup, about a third in the bottle. Ah. He says, My radio's busted. Broke last night when we lost McNeil there. I haven't heard from my deputy. What do you mean lost? It burnt out. Can't turn it on. Absolutely fried. Something I'd never seen before. Same thing happened in the medical center. You want to do this town a favor? Go find my deputy, please. I'm not here to engage um, with our interaction before you didn't even want me here. I would never overstep without permission. And like I said, I care. And if you need help and I am here, I will help. But I need you to tell me you want me to. Otherwise, I can't do this. Agent, I don't like the FBI. I don't like the feds. I don't like none of them. Right now, I'm not officially asking for your help. But unofficially, I need your help. That's all I need. Where? When's the last time... She's going to take out a notepad and just... When's the last time you saw your deputy... I sent him up to the old house on McNeil Road. It's been abandoned for some time. Sent him there last night. Haven't been able to contact him. Can't shake this feeling. Maybe he went home. His shift was over. But I'm too drunk to go see. And quite honestly, I'm a bit scared of what I might find. I think that 
if you're scared, it's the best time to sober up and get your wits about you because we might be dealing with some shit. You never know. And if I'm doing this, I need you by my side. Otherwise, what's the point? I'll be honest, Agent. I don't trust you a whole lot. But I don't got any other option. That's good enough for me. And I'll take like a little in those paper cups. Like little, probably little, there's probably a little like bottle. Water dispenser. Yeah, water dispenser. And like one of those little like cones or little cups. And I'll just like fill it and hand it to him. He sips it a little bit. Good luck, Agent. You're coming with me, so we better wish luck on you too. Let's go. I'm not I'm not coming with you. What am I supposed to do without you? You're you're taking the liberty to give me a job that I don't need, don't have to do, but I am going to help you. But I need you to be here for me as I'm here for you, otherwise it's not this is all gonna fall apart. I ain't slept in twenty four hours. I'm drunk as a ham on Christmas. If you could do me a favor, it'll go a long way. But if you think it ain't worth your time or it's too liable, then just fuck right off with your federal bullshit. Listen, you rest, I'm do this for you, and when I come back, you'll be sober, and you're coming with me, and you're gonna be a part of this just as much as I am. Give me a persuade check. Oh, God, you're making me do another one? <laughs> I mean, you got what you wanted out of the first one. 17! I ain't rolling so low, which is Holy actually really good. Jesus. <laughs> says. All right. I'm going to take a nap. When you find Deputy Sharp, come wake me up. Roger that, Sheriff, and I'm going to head out. <laughs> Alright. You get into your Crown Vic and head that way, but we pivot back over to a Ford Bronco carrying Dr. Greenwood and Dan Durgan. As you drive the about 30 minutes it takes to get to the house at the end of McNeil Drive. What's going on in this car? Are you guys playing some Sugar Ray? <laughs> Hanging out? Ironically cool yet? It's, uh... We're listening to, uh... Some classic... It's, it's like, died down, but some, like... Some classic orchestral. It's what he plays when he's really stressed and when he does surgeries. It calms <laughs> him right the hell down. Oh, Your surgery probably, music is calming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that probably invigorates Dan and infuriates him. So like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> Never gonna give know. you up. Never gonna let you yeah, down. Yeah, just constantly getting rickrolled while you're doing surgery. <laughs> I don't know don't how to call this music. music but... <laughs> now that's what I call music. Oh, God. What were we on, like, two? And then, uh... Yeah. Yeah, one. <laughs> So we're just trundering down the road. So, Doc, there's a, there's some things you may have said that well, I, I think you may see why I could consider them concerning. Oh. Or maybe pertinent to whatever we're going to do. 
I apologize if I've insulted you there, uh, if that's what you're meaning. No, sir. Oh. They're things that I think I should know. Oh. For whatever we're about to walk into. Well, ask your questions, Dan. Be quick about it. We're going to be approaching here right quick. Well, you said that, uh, something weird happened. You said something about Ward 1 or Bay 1 or something like that. Oh, you said some stuff. I, I, I thought I was just coming with you to check out some old barn or something, but I get the feeling that's not what we're doing here, is it? I certainly hope that's what we're doing here. But I suppose you're right. It's no, uh, it's not fair to rope you into something you're not completely in on. Well, I don't care Got, about fair. I care about we all walk away alive. Well, that's what I care about, too. If, if I am insane, then we will. And that'll be the best news today. And I'll drink, take a long sip from my thermos of coffee. Not even pouring <laughs> it in the lid, just out of the thermos. <laughs> and I'll say... It's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say, Dan, you've got a... You've got to promise me that you won't think me crazy or trying to make up a story for attention. Brother, I got things I'll never tell anybody. Very I good. I promise you that. Very good. Well, last night's the weirdest night I had in Big Stick. Let me tell you. We were taking that gentleman. Remember the gentleman that walked into the diner? We were taking Mr. McNeil up to the medical center, and I was trying to do a medical examination on him. And all I remember is a big flash, a big sound. I got thrown against a wall, and he was gone. The sheriff, at the time, was in the hallway, walking in, and didn't see him leave. Now, I'm not the strongest man in the world, but it would take more than a naked man who's been out in the elements for a, more than a day, I'd say, to throw me against a wall like I got thrown that night. And the sheriff didn't see him. No one seemed to know what had happened to him. The window wasn't open. He just disappeared, Dan. He disappeared. And I tell you, I don't know what in the world's going on. Because people don't just disappear. People don't disappear. People... <sighs> Dan, it's freaking me out. And then with... With Diego this morning not remembering the day... Not remembering a whole day? I've been drunk in my lifetime, but no, nothing like that. I'll uh, take another long draft of coffee. <sighs> just... Things are freaking me out, Dan. I just need to make sure that what we're driving in on is going to tell me that I have no reason to freak out. Well, dog, I don't want to freak you out, but uh, same old boy pulled the same trick on me. I wrecked my truck outside of town. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hit that motherfucker. You hit him? When I gone back up to the road to check on him, he was gone. Oh, no. We're nobody there. Oh, Lord, Dan. 
He was in the highway. Then he weren't. So, I'm going to ask for a couple things here. <laughs> you may or may not get them. <laughs> no, I'm going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to ask for a couple of sanity checks. One of them is going to be a retroactive one for Ronnie, because we kind of glossed over the part of Ronnie, your really good friend, somebody you know and trust to be incredibly intelligent, telling you about this impossible thing. And number two, Dan and Freddy, I'm going to ask for sanity checks for corroborating stories and realizing that makes sense. This is not an isolated event. I'm trying to get below my maximum yes. sanity. No, your current, current sanity. Oh, current sanity. I did. I got a 17 over 41. Wow, we're rolling really well. Right. I got yeah. an 87. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> I got a 14. Oops. Got 14? Okay. Oh, oh. So I think, I think Dan and Freddie, you both actually feel more validated than anything of being like, okay, this isn't just me. Oh, shit, brother. I got some sanity back. Ronnie, I think maybe this actually comes to sort of fruition as you're driving alone in your truck with, with Butch and you're sort of realizing that. Especially Dr. after Greenwood, the Diego thing, too. Yeah, Diego's not remembering anything. Certain things, like, nothing's empirical evidence, but things are lining up strangely. You're going to take one point of sanity. And I, I think I also think back while I'm alone in the car to that moment when I was looking at Frank and felt the urge to reach. Yeah, touch that gemstone. And you guys arrive at the overgrown, shambling house that once was the McNeil home. A police cruiser is out front. And within two minutes, a unmarked Crown Vic pulls up with Agent Oakley in the driver's seat. And as you all get out, getting ready to investigate, we'll have to wait a week to see what you find. No. Fuck. Catch us next time on Delta <laughs> Green as things are starting to heat up. The frequency. The frequency. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.